we have built-in bullshit detectors. So if you are making minimum wage and you are trying to say, I will have a seven-figure income next year, your brain is going bullshit, bullshit, bullshit <laughs> the whole time. You can only stretch to what is the edge of plausible. You're, what you're trying to do is train up the pattern recognition system to take in different information. That's what you're attempting to do, which is not to say don't have huge, big goals, but what you want to do is chunk those goals down, right? Like literally, what's the secret to accomplishing the impossible? What's the secret to high performance? What's the secret to productivity? Tiny wins and learn to love them. Hey guys, we've got here Stephen Kotler, New York Times bestselling author and flow state expert. And today we are talking about Stephen's daily meditation, goal setting, productivity, and breath work. One thing that's really exciting here is Stephen talks about um, the brain activity, how much information the brain can actually take in, and why meditation is such an important exercise that we can use to help guide the information that our brain takes in on a regular basis and train our brain to amp up the pattern recognition of the things that we want to achieve more in our lives or the goals that we want to accomplish. So for an example, if you uh, want to start a business and you do a daily meditation thinking about visualizing and seeing yourself starting a business, what you're actually doing to your brain is amping up the pattern recognition to observe and to see more opportunities or things that are happening in the world, happening in the world regarding starting a business. And then you'll actually see more of that and act on more of those opportunities. And then you can start a business right? So you can do this with any type of goal, which is really absolutely fascinating. But he also says that we have a built-in bullshit detector. Whereas if we're trying to visualize a goal that is so overwhelmingly impossible, like you've never started a business before, but next year you're going to make $100 million, uh, that our brain actually pulls up this bullshit detector that tells us, eh, not really happening. Look where you're at now. And those insecurities and that negative committee, that chatty mind can jump up and really make you either f go through a process of burnout or feel insecure about what your current reality compared to where you want to, to go in your life. So it's an interesting process that definitely takes a little trial and error for everybody to understand what works for them. And at the end, of course, Stephen tells us the way to see, to accomplish the impossible, what the impossible looks like up close. So another fantastic high-performance tip, you guys. Without further ado, let's hop into it with Stephen Kotler. <clears throat> so you mentioned breath work and meditation um, in your regular routine. I do quite a bit of, well, I meditate daily and do quite a, quite a bit of uh, Wim Hof on a regular basis and have seen amazing results from that, especially when I travel too, actually. But I'm curious, what's the type of breath work and, and meditations that you do? I usually do about 10 minutes of box breathing followed by um, a, a number of rounds of breath of fire, what you would call Wim Hof breathing. Um, okay. Sometimes I'll do some breath holds. And then if I, if that was, if, depending on how, revved up or not like if that actually really calmed me down i will close with a open senses meditation 
I don't, there's really interesting research that says if you're trying to train up creativity, focus meditation actually works against you. Trains the brain to think convergently and not divergently. And you need open senses, Vipassana style, let stuff in, don't judge it um, to really train up creativity. So that tends to be what I do. I'll do that for about six months and then I'll do six months of a mantra meditation and I'll go back to that. That's interesting. So you're saying um, meditation with, uh, so focus meditation. So essentially a visualization practice has is shown. Not a visualization practice, a uh, breath work practice. Focus on no, no, your no. breath. But um, you were focus saying. On this, focus on this candle. Focus on this mantra. Right. But you were saying that the the focus meditation or what yeah, type of very, meditation? So it, it, trains up, it trains up a lot of really great cognitive cognitive skills, right? Focus, attention, and, and, and convergent logical decision-making, all that stuff goes up and it goes up fast, but it trains down divergent outside the box, connecting far-flung ideas together, uh, thinking. Uh, it okay. works against that. So uh, the, the way to train up divergent thinking is an open senses meditation. Got it. Okay. So that's what I thought you meant when you were talking about a focused meditation. So if you close your eyes and do a sort of meditation and you think about the desired outcome, right, that you want, like, I want to create a seven figure business by the end of the year, or I want my book to have, you know, uh, 10 million, 10 million. Yeah. Buys. So you're playing with stuff that comes out of the secret that I don't buy. Um, okay. And I don't, and I don't buy it because, um, and I think it's actually I think it's, I think you're working against yourself because what you're actually trying to do there is tune the goal directed system in a very specific way. And, uh, and that can be very effective, but here's the thing about the goal directed system, which is we have built in bullshit detectors. So if you are making minimum wage and you are trying to say, I will have a seven figure income next year, your brain is going bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit <laughs> the whole time, right? Uh -huh. Even at a subconscious level, you're actually working against yourself. You have to go, you can only stretch to what is the edge of plausible to you. And there's like, if you read Rise of Superman, this is the banister effect, right? That's the science underneath it. People get themselves a lot, into a lot of trouble trying to visualize their way into their dream life. Now, you're, what you're trying to do is train up the pattern recognition system to take in different information, right? That's what you're attempting to do because all of this, what ends up happening is it all comes down to perception. And here's what I mean. Brain takes in 400 billion bits of information a second. Consciousness is 2,000 outputs. Okay. So... What makes up the bulk of those 2,000 outputs? Well, a lot of it is fundamental safety and security stuff. A lot of it is, is are you like me or not like me? Can I fuck you? Can I flee from you, right? Like okay. that's taking up a lot of RAM. The brain takes in nine, six to nine negative bits of information for every positive bit that gets through. So one of the reasons, by the way, meditation is good is it lowers the amygdala's reactivity so you actually get different information. When... um. When you're training up the, the other stuff that gets through is all your goals, right? Over time, because what your brain is doing is saying, oh, you want a house in the Caribbean. So what are the components of a house in the Caribbean? Okay, you're going to need a couple hundred thousand dollars in disposable income. Well, how do I get that? And your brain starts looking for opportunity. It starts letting in information that can be turned into, do this work, but you don't, 
you need you need to understand that if you're tripping, if you're creating a a future that is just so ridiculously out there, um, you can't get there that way. Which is not to say don't have huge big goals, but what you want to do is chunk those goals down, and you want to do the work like inside the realm that is still believable. Because you you otherwise you're tripping your inside your your bullshit detector and not going to work so well for you. Is that something also that can cause burnout for people too? Because if they're, if they're not celebrating the smaller wins, then they're actually, you know, adding more cortisol and stress to their bodies. Yeah. Well, opposed- I mean, you net, I mean, the smaller wins are the secret, right? Like literally what's the secret to accomplishing the impossible. What's the secret to high performance? What's the secret to productivity? Tiny wins and learn to love them. Learn to love victory for me is I got, I, every day I put eight items on my to-do list because that's the exact number I know I can do and be at my most effective. Um, and every day I check off all eight and that's a victory, man. Nice. How do you say that's, but that, that's the secret. I, the honest to God, I always tell people, you want to know what the impossible looks like up close. Somebody wakes up, they got 10 things on their to-do list. They do them all incredibly well. They usually then get some exercise have some bit of social something because we need the social support for performance. Um, yeah. Have some kind of active recovery protocol. Do something to kind of distract the mind or learn something and go to bed and do it all over again. That's, That's what impossible g- looks like up close. That's a great day. I love it. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap up the high performance tip for today. There, let me leave you with this How can you learn to love the small wins so you too can achieve the impossible? If you like what you're hearing and you want to make sure you don't miss any of these tips, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share with your friends. See you on the next episode.